Welcome to the Unstuck Podcast. It's all about releasing the blocks and becoming unstoppable. Each week, you'll get new insights from myself and other experts on how to brand yourself, impact the world, and profit like a boss. We cover how to remove unconscious beliefs that keep you stuck and move towards a life of inspiration and alignment. Let's go. Thank you so much for joining in on another episode of Unstuck, the podcast where we release limiting beliefs and become unstoppable. And one of the guests today, Christy Miller, is one of my personal coaches that have helped me train in this these modalities of NLP, timeline therapy, and hypnosis. These modalities are really transformational because in a short period of time, it allows you to release limiting beliefs, self-doubt, fears, and different things, events from the past that have shaped how you behave today or the lack thereof. So if you're holding back in your business, if you're holding back on your health, your relationships, then this is the lady that has created so much transformation for myself and the many others that were in the practitioner certification classes. So I cannot wait for you to join us on this episode. She has so many nuggets that will help you get past where you are right now, even if you're in self-doubt of launching your business forward or just not putting yourself fully out there in life to what you actually want to achieve. So without further ado, let's introduce Christy. Yes. Well, first of all, I am super excited to be here. Your mission and your purpose with getting entrepreneurs unstuck is like so important and obviously a huge passion of mine. We share that, Lisa. Um, so yeah. So again, my name is Christy Miller. Um, I own a company called Recalibrate 360. And basically what we do is we help people, specifically entrepreneurs, get empowered uh, utilizing the tools of NLP, timeline therapy, and hypnotherapy. Um, and so what that looks like is we do breakthrough coaching with entrepreneurs to get them unstuck. And also, as you know, Lisa, because you've attended one of them, uh, we travel across the country doing trainings where we actually certify other people in becoming practitioners of these modalities. So that's kind of it in a nutshell, and I'm sure we'll get into a lot more of the good stuff today. Absolutely. And I am so absolutely thankful that I found you and Nathan, your business partner, because this work that you do is so life-changing. And is. this is coming from someone who had years of counseling before did not know why she was stuck mm -hmm. and thought that that was the route to like keep uncovering and keep uncovering. And like people tell you like, Oh, it's like scaling off an onion. Like you just get to the deeper layer. Well, I wanted the expedient route of getting yeah. there. And then like, like, like get, get me the goods. I don't have time to sit in therapy every week for the next five years. Right. Totally. Totally. And, and then when I moved to San Diego, I started getting into the woo. Like I went to Theta healing or I went to Reiki and started using like energetic healing. And then I found NLP timeline therapy and hypnosis and left there completely changed. And it almost... Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. 
Yes. It almost leaves you feeling like a little weird because the blocks that you had before are not there. And so your body's sort of like resituating itself. Like, yeah. What do we do now that we're not resisting things? And and actually like, hence the name recalibrate 360, right? Because it's like, I think the beautiful thing about this work and really like one of the prime directives of what we do is like, this is not about creating yourself. It's not about finding yourself. It's not about discovering yourself. It's literally about taking off the layers of lies and limiting beliefs and strongholds of emotions that have held you back in the past so that you can literally just get to the truth of you, get to that authentic self and start making decisions um, in alignment with that really in a state of flow. And it was really similar for me, Lisa, when I went to my first practitioner training years ago, like I I went and I, you know, released the limiting decisions, released the negative emotions and and all those strongholds. And I felt like it was just a blank slate. Yes. So many people leave the training. It's so interesting feeling really energized. Some people leave feeling like a total sense of calm and peace. And for other people like you and me, it was just like, wow, the slate's been cleared. Like if there's a blank canvas now that I get to create from. Yes. And head towards what you actually want, because that was one thing that resonated with me when I was starting to find out about you is, you know, a lot of people, including myself, their primary objective was moving away from the pain points, moving away from what they did not want And so insert anything with Mm -hmm. me, it was like, okay, I want to move away from debt. So that encourages me to do entrepreneurship or have freedom. I wanted to move away from trading time for money. So that again, encourages you to do entrepreneurship. But when you use pain as a motivation, the only answer is that you have to head back down to a painful place in order to stay motivated. And so when you guys were talking about heading only towards what you actually want and are driven towards that, and that's your motivation, inspiration, and all the things, Mm -hmm. I was like, mind blown. I need this in my life. What is it? (laughs) Like, give give me all the goods. Give me all the Line up. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's it's a really profound point that you bring up. And so many people are frankly, just unaware of it. I know I was before going through trainings and getting certified and coaching and stuff like that. Um, but you know, as human beings, we're, we have two types of motivation. We're either motivated away from pain or we're motivated towards pleasure. And for so many people, and this makes sense, right? Cause life's a deductive process. You go through something that you do not want to experience again, you know, being in debt or, you know, struggling with poverty or a relationship that didn't go well. And those are significant events that then become the bedrock of, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever it takes to push away from that pain and get out of that, of that source of pain. But the thing is that, you know, you've heard like pain is the greatest motivator and it is, but it won't bring you to greatness because it quits on you halfway through because the moment that you get far enough away from the pain, like you might not yet be making the $100,000 a year that you want, but shit, you're not in debt anymore. You know, you're at least not, out of, you don't have debt collectors calling you. You move far enough away from the pain where the motivation starts dissipating, right? And, and yes. people often experience that as like, 
wow, like I, f- I feel like I've just like lost my mojo or like I'm so burnt out or like, huh, I'm just like, I'm in a funk right now. Like those things that I woke up every day motivated to do, I just, I just don't want to do anymore. I don't have the get up and go and the drive. So for so many people, it's like where pain has been the thing that's led them to where they are. The absence of that pain is what stops them from getting to where they actually want to be. Hence, like why it's so important to release all of that stuff so that you can literally turn around and start facing and focusing on what it is that you actually want. Like such a profound point because it's, it's a huge basis of why we do what we do. Yeah. And it was everything to actually see it drawn out because I'm like acuity of visual, right? And just moving the, the dotted line moves away from pain. So that's the initial motivator. And you get to this threshold of where, you know, you feel like, oh, well, this situation's not that bad. And your motivation starts to wane. And then you head back down towards that painful place because you're no longer taking those actions towards what you want and away from the pain. And so you start to experience that pain again. And the moment you guys said you're going to stay shackled into the same place that you're at until you remove the actual blocks. Yeah, like cut the cord. You talked about flow and you talked about boulders being put in the water. What does that do? If you were looking at a flowing river and there was a big boulder there and then other boulders started to fall into the river and those are the proverbial events in our life that shape the feelings and the actions or the lack thereof that we have. And we all have them. We all have, we all have really? traumatic and significant negative emotions. And so it's like every time that happens, if you have this beautiful flowing fluid river And just over the course of time in our life, there's another boulder and another boulder and another boulder. Eventually what's going to happen is it forms a dam and the water's not flowing. And the beautiful thing with NLP and timeline therapy is it allows you, as you experience, like literally in an instant, just simply just pick the boulders up, get them out of the way. And when you think about it, it's like the moment those boulders are gone, what does the water do? It just just flows. flows. It, it just, just does what water is naturally meant to do. It just flows. No one has to tell it to flow. You don't need an accountability coach. It's not something that you have to write on your goals board. You're just, you're empowered to just be free to be you and like move through the world um, in a place of just like wholeness, um, which I know you and I have talked about a lot of, of getting to that place of just like wholeness. Yes, exactly. And I think... The other day when we were conversating, you mentioned if the way matches your truth of being. So a lot of, I think a lot of the people listening as well as the former version of myself was headed Mm -hmm. towards this idea of what we were thought we're supposed to be or headed towards what, you know, we might've thought as a business idea a few years ago, and that would be a good idea. And we're no longer passionate about it. Like, Mm -hmm. can you Mm -hmm. expound upon that a little bit? Like when your way matches the truth of being? Yeah, it's actually, it's my favorite thing to talk about. Um, So this stems from uh, ontology. So ontology is the study of wholeness. And what wholeness is, is when your way of being matches the truth of your being. So what you do every day, the decisions that you make, what pours out of you, how you show up 
is truly in alignment with the authentic you. And like very similar to the boulders, what happens is we get layered with these lies, the I'm not good enough, the limiting beliefs, the doubts, and also like what I should do, what I must do, what I have to do, what Susie or my mom says that I have to do. Or, you know, on the other side of the equation, we see a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of entrepreneurs that, you know, they had this trajectory, they had this path, they were going to go to school, they were going to get their degree, they were going to start this business and go into this field. And so, so they've like ascended up this mountaintop, right? And it's like, wait a minute, do I actually want that? Is that what lights me up every day? Is this really in alignment with my truth? Because the truth is there's a million ways that you can go out there and make money and be successful. That's the bottom line. Why not do like what pours out of your soul to do? And so like, and when you and I were talking the other day, um, this is kind of like our process and how we go and make any and every decision and specifically with business relationship and everything else. It's like the first check is, okay, let me check in with me. Like, is this, is this path? Is this, is this process? Is this relationship? Is, does this match the truth of me? And if the answer is yes, great. Now get into the strategy. Now get into building out the funnel. Now get into making that business pivot. But so many times people build themselves into this prison of entrepreneurship and any entrepreneur listening knows exactly what that feels like, you know, where they've experienced a level of success, like, like they have a team and they're managing people and they're putting fires out and they're, they're making some money and there's a million things that they could be doing, but at the end of the day, they're legit, it's just so out of alignment with the truth of them. Like that makes sense why you wouldn't then go manifest that thing because it's not in alignment with you. I think that is everything. And I think people are already ingrained and trained mm-hmm. to be out of alignment because we're taught that like in, in high school, we're taught to go to college and just pick a course. And if, if we don't, aren't sure yet, okay, just take general studies. And so all of a sudden like 20 G's or 30 G's are out of the window on a program that you're really not even sure what you're going to do when you graduate. And so that conditioning is already there of, I guess I'll just do something of which I'm expected to do. And it's not what lights me up and I'm not really sure what I want yet. So we're not used to like definitively saying like, what is it that I really want to do? What lights me up? What am I passionate about? What could I get up every day and talk about? And I would not get paid for it. And I'd still be love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think the other side, this is what we hear a lot from a lot of our clients and students. It's like they, they've, and I experienced this myself, if I may share, like, so I, I was the director of marketing with a real estate investing education company, wonderful company for 12 years, phenomenal at what I did and, you know, gone to the top of the mountain, uh, making great money. Like the people in, in that, in that company were not just my coworkers, like they were my family and everyone from the outside in would have been like, she, she's got it. Like she, like she's, she's, she's made it. She has, she has the marriage. She has, you know, she's, she's doing the thing. But the truth was like, it wasn't filling me up anymore. 
Yeah. You know? And so I think a lot of, it's funny because we talk to so many entrepreneurs and like, I think this will resonate with you. You actually feel guilty about wanting to pivot and shift gears and walk away from something that's been successful. Totally. Totally. Or that you you could be successful at, right? Like you see the path of what you could be doing and it could make money and could have impact. And so we get stuck in this cycle of like, you know what? I've invested so much already. You know, like I, I built, I built myself based, I've invested money in this. I've, I, all, these are all my skill sets. Like who am I if I'm not, you know, Lisa, the X, Y, Z coach. Yes. And actually, you know, it can come from a lot of different influences ourselves, putting pressure on ourselves of like, okay, I originally went into medicine. I went into the medical field and I should be that. And mm-hmm. you know, what's your problem? You could make greater than a six figure income. So who are you to be unhappy doing that? Well, if you know you're meant for more and you're having that calling to do something else, you know, I got started in entrepreneurship six years ago and I could totally be happy with um, the initial topic or niche that I originated with, but I'm starting to feel a shift of wanting to pivot to help entrepreneurs through other things I've been stuck with before and knowing Mm -hmm. the next step that's needed to get to the place that I know so many other people need to get to. They're probably stuck at the same position I was maybe a year ago and I could totally help them get to the space. So that is actually what lights me up. Like my Mm -hmm. language pattern changes when I talk about it, like I get excited about it. Like your whole physiology shifts, you know, it just, again, it just pours out of you. And like, that's what the world needs. The world needs more people who are willing and ready and able to come alive and not just go through life to be alive because it's so contagious. People are drawn to that. You know what I mean? Yes. And you told me an amazing story the other day because not many people would have as many balls to... I mean, at the time that you did, like, congratulations, you like this story is everything. Like if you're listening to this right now, like, hang on, because this story is great. Because fast forward from you being successful in the business that you were in before, and everyone was saying, oh, she has it like from, from outside looking in, like this chick has it, like, why would she want more? So Tell us how you met your business partner and what your first venture was going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's really cool. Um, Nathan, my, my business partner, Nathan Rossi, we have uh, known each other for 13 years, worked together in, in coaching and training and speaking and always had a lot of synergy, um, talked a lot about NLP and timeline therapy. And like, as you said, these were the things that would light us up, you know? And so when I had left my corporate position, I was like, I have no idea, no idea what I'm going to do from here. Um, But I've invested intelligently. I have savings. I'm going to give myself a year with no attachment to what it is. I just know that whatever I'm going to do next, like it's got to light me up. I have to feel the same way I felt when I first started marketing. Um, and, and really just be super energized to pour into this. 
So, uh, and it's funny that you mentioned like Reiki and, and I love that I was on a very similar journey to that, studying metaphysics a lot, just bringing in all these different modalities of like self-discovery and healing and, and giving and healing other people. And uh, Nathan, Nathan reached out to me. He had been working, uh, speaking, uh, one of the top speakers for an Amazon business. So teaching people how to start and grow Amazon businesses. And he had decided to go out and go out on his own, start his own company doing that, reached out to me. And it had already been like kind of a chirp in my ears, like, hmm, passive income, Amazon. I like this. This is cool. That's a good thing for me to maybe do. Again, language, like that would be a good thing for me to do. That is kind of exciting. It's around business. It's a good passive income stream. I want to learn about this. So just totally serendipitously, Nathan reached out to me. And was like, hey, I'm doing this Amazon stuff. And we ended up having this four-hour conversation, super energized about it. Um, Made the decision that I was going to come on um, from a consulting standpoint to help him build this this business and really launch a lot of marketing around this business. So fast forward like three or four months later. um, Now, this is every day, full grind. I mean, we had a sales team, products developed, like all of it, all of it, all of it, right? Testing, measuring, tweaking it so that we could do this huge launch of the business. Had everything invested in, in the click funnels and marketing and built, I mean, everything, everything, everything. And along the way, we were continuing in getting to completion on getting our trainer certification because we had already been coaching um, to start really going and certifying other people in these areas that we loved. And uh, I don't think I even told you this the other day. It was really funny. We were actually at one of the final trainings. There's a whole plethora of trainings you need to go through to be at the trainer level in these modalities. We were actually at one of these trainings. And so our, our marketing team called and said, okay, like all systems go, you're, we're ready to launch. So like I can just, I remember it was like it was yesterday. We were sitting around this table literally had our computers out in front of us. And like, literally, I just needed to hit the enter button on my computer for this whole thing to go live. Like we had affiliate, I mean, just massive, big scale launch. And we just kind of like took a step back and we're like, okay, this makes sense. This is going to be a huge cash flow opportunity we can absolutely then utilize the cash flow from this business. You know, we're we're talking like six, nine months, a year out. Utilize the cash flow from this business to start an NLP training company. We'll put other people in place to replace ourselves. Like we had it all, the whole plan built out. But the interesting thing that we did was we said, okay, what does our day look like tomorrow? And what does our day look like a month from now? Okay, so now this is growing. What does our day look like three months from now? And it was just like this massive weight. Like neither of us were energized about that. It was just literally like work for work because we knew we could be successful at it and just decided like in the blink of an eye, like, nope, we're going to scrap that entire business and go full force 100% into creating a business from scratch that we had hadn't even conceptualized um, in going into NLP training and certifying other people in in doing that, um, which like as you said, like that's a like looking back on it now, like I knew that decision was congruent. Also, know it was like kind of crazy, like didn't logistically make sense, 
but the thing is like you have one life yeah. and you don't you never know when the last day of that life is going to be and like i don't know about you but like i want to be able to look back and say like i did my damn thing like i did it i brought it to the world like regardless of the outcome like i went for it i did it and you know obviously nathan and i cumulatively are are very certain in our ability to create businesses we know that there was a huge demand and need for this in the world like it's like every single person that we were talking to we were like oh my gosh like like you you need this like you need this like it, the the beautiful thing and you see this now too being a, a a certified coach and practitioner soon to be master practitioner is it's like you can have a conversation with someone and you see the the authentic truth of them like you see everything that they are in the purest glory you like 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 what god put them on this earth to do and you also see all the shit that's layered on that's holding them back from really going for it like how could you not share that how could you not give them the tools to empower themselves to go do that so like in the same breath that it was like yeah like that that took a lot of you know balls to go do that it was like it was a very clear decision to make and and looking back i am so grateful that we didn't spend the next year you know building out this huge business which just wasn't it wasn't alive it wasn't alive in us you know yeah that's so phenomenal and i actually get goosebumps when you tell the story because most people that are over $80,000 invested in a business venture. So, I mean, your money, your time, everything that you had built towards hitting that one button of the launch button, that's the mm -hmm. only thing left that needed to happen. And you guys actually took that step back and was like, is this what I really want to do? And so many people, A, don't have the balls to do it or the whereabouts, they just think that they're already so far down the rabbit hole, like, oh, I've got so right. much of this already that I have to see it through. Yes. And it's having themselves, you know, like shooting all over themselves. Yeah. You I should know, do this. I should do this. Should, and all of a sudden you're just all you're things, shooting all over like yourself. I've got all this time, money, investment, um, probably people. video content, like all the things are already down this rabbit hole of, and then you that's the next step should not be taken from a should, you know? Right. Like, like what do you yeah. want? Yeah. And, and I think for us, and again, just seeing patterns with a lot of the entrepreneurs that we've worked with, we, we've had the opportunity to work with hundreds, if not thousands of investors um, and entrepreneurs, salespeople, business owners. A lot of the times it comes down to the other people that are involved too. And I know for us, that was the biggest hurdle in that decision we had a sales team, we had admin, we had traveling event people, we had an entire marketing team, we had affiliates, we had like, so, so it's, it's, it's oftentimes you feel like, okay, I'm responsible now. I've made a commitment to, I must follow through on all of these other people that have an expectation of what's going to happen. And so you sacrifice yourself in order to serve other people. When the truth is that like if you took the what's my duty and responsibility and expectation hat off anybody who cares about anybody else wants what's highest and best for that person 
And it's been really cool to be able to really just like be congruent in that and have those critical conversations with team members, with affiliates, you know, with admin that have come on board to just be like, here's what it is. Here's our truth. Like we're going to continue to support. We'd love to have you as a part of, you know, this new business that we're starting when we're ready to start hiring people. Um, and so just to have that complete congruency in truth in, in those conversations makes the conversation a lot easier to have because mm-hmm. you're coming from a place of, of wholeness of complete and other utter wholeness in the decision. Yeah, I think that is everything. And, you know, I think it's not just with staff that you've hired or other people you've committed to being in this with, sometimes it's even more immediate than that. It's our family members. It's maybe a parent or a mentor or something. You think that you have to accomplish this thing to impress them or to have, you know, a certain status or something like that. I know. Or or just keep being the person that they, that you have been to them. Yes. Yes. Right. Like with a with a spouse as a as a daughter, you know, as a as a friend, because a lot of times that comes into it too. It's like, well, this is who I am. Like this is my master status. So yeah. it wouldn't be okay for me to go to go change that. And you know, I, I think one of the other big concepts that comes in with people, specifically entrepreneurs is you get to a certain level of status of credibility of you know respect and um just having like the competence in a certain area that to totally shift gears and to go into something new where you're no longer the expert mm-hmm. the imposter syndrome creeps in like that's that's the biggest one that we hear with people that are truly wanting to shift a business and in fact, very clear on what they want that business to be, then it starts, then the self-doubt starts creeping in of like, who am I? Mm -hmm. Who am I to start this business? Who am I to be a coach to people? Who am I to run a sales team? Like I haven't reached the mountaintop yet. You know, there's a lot that I don't know. Delve into that so much further because the imposter syndrome is exactly one of the major things that keeps entrepreneurs stuck. And it is sitting at your house being like, who am I to have a podcast? Who am I to charge this for my services when I haven't reached the end goal that I want to yet? Who am I to market myself you know, does that feel in alignment or in congruency with who I am? Because you want to be transparent. You want to be honest with people. But then there's sometimes these pressures when you market yourself of like needing to inflate like who you are or what you've done or anything like that. And and just, it doesn't have to be that. No. You can just be on the step that you're on. So I would love to go into imposter syndrome and how to get out of that hole so much more for whomever is listening. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I think so much of this comes down to truth. Mm-hmm. Like when you're standing in your truth and you're using your voice, when you're stepping into your power from a place of truth and authenticity with the mentality of seeking to serve, like 
truth speaks, especially in today's day and age. Like there's so like, there's so much fucking bullshit, like, excuse my language, but like, especially with social media, it's like every, every time there's a new expert in everything that's driving some shiny car and it's made all this money. I'm all for that. Like, go for that, do that. Um, but it also creates this like, oh my gosh, I have to be at the top of the mountain to serve anybody. And, you know, it's funny from a coaching perspective, we work with a lot of coaches and the, 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 the internal check for me that I always encourage for, for students and clients is, can I, am I equipped to help this person, my client or customer take the next right step? That's it. The next right step. Because like we were having this conversation yesterday. I don't know about you, but like when someone's gone all the way up and climbed the mountaintop and they're a multi-billionaire, they're pretty disconnected from what's really going on from a business startup, a business growth, a scaling perspective. I would much rather talk to someone that's just a few steps ahead of me that still can resonate with me as the client, for example. Um, and the other thing that comes up a lot for people o- around the imposter syndrome is, is truly a fear of self-judgment. Yeah. Like, it's like, if I put this content out, what are people going to think? You know, or what if there's a negative comment? And, and I think part of that is a natural process because one, like everybody goes through it and we all have this bubble around us that's called our comfort zone. And so for so many people, becoming more visible is that thing that's just outside their comfort zone that scares the shit out of them, right? Mm -hmm. So one, like that's a great indicator for you, like like pat yourself on the back because you're about to do something bigger than you've ever done before, right? So having the ability, again, why I love timeline therapy to release that anxiety, remove the fear and like just step into it is so important. And also, like, let's flip that on its head. Like, if you're in the business of serving people, like, for me, I think about, like, who is that per- I have a, a avatar, right? It's, a, it's a literally a person in my mind that's sitting at home right now, because this, this is my target demographic. There's a female business owner who's busting her ass, killing it at her job, and also miserable Mm -hmm. and hiding in that misery and feeling guilty about being miserable and going down this huge spiral. And I think about her, like she doesn't have time for me to wait and be stuck in my head and not share this message. Like she's waiting for me to show up on her Facebook feed and speak into her life and show her a path to get out of where she is. So like, I think so much of that is like, getting out of your own head because the reality is like the fear that's going on about like, what are people going to think and what are people going to comment again? Like that's just another layer of lies. And the truth is the one or two people at any point in time that do have a negative comment or, or they're just projecting their own shit on you, right? Just their own shit and their own patterns is coming up and like just happens to be, you know, you know, aimed at you yet, like that one person is nothing compared to the dozens, hundreds, thousands of people that you'll impact by just taking that first step outside your comfort zone and having a willingness to be seen. 
and heard. Yeah, that's everything. Just so much of the passion of what you do, you can hear within that of needing to serve that ideal person. And yes. look, you attracted her. <laughs> yes, I'm like, it's you. But you and Nathan have gone first and it's with that drive. And that's such a different energy than like, I'm not sure who I'm serving and not knowing like whether you wake up today, whether it matters to the person on the other side. No, you have this purpose of like, there is someone out there and this is her definition and this is what she looks like and this is what she's struggling with. And I can speak to those pain points because maybe at an earlier time, it might've been me. And like you said, um, you know, not wanting someone that's like this billionaire that has some 45 step funnel that you don't even have an interest in implementing, like that's not attractive Mm -hmm. to you. But did that person get there within the, like the last two to four years recently and it those pain points are still memorable enough like they want to help you out of that right and and like for me i literally have a visual of like just reaching out your hand mm-hmm. right like for me it's not like taking what you do and shoving it down people's throat it's literally reaching out a hand for someone who's looking up and waiting for someone to reach a hand down to grab you know and like even on the the flip side with men i think women, women, it's so funny. Uh, I remember at your success breakthrough store that you came to, you were sitting in the front row, like two or three seats in to my left. And I shared something there. Uh, It's, it's a conflict specific to women, which is feeling at the same time, like I'm not enough and I'm too much simultaneously feeling that way. And I think in today's day and age, you know, and, and oftentimes it's, well, I can either be super successful in business or a great wife and mom. So we have like these conflicts, very specific to women where like with men, it's totally different. A lot of men are, they, they wear a lot of weight from being like the provider of the family, right. Needing to be the rock and and, and lead and guide. And so, and so often don't have a safe space where they can like go inside and, and like be real with what they're really thinking and feeling and what they really want. So yeah, I I think when you can really connect with the person that you're serving, you can't not go. Yeah. That's the motivation. Yeah. And I think you know, why I resonated with you so much is perception is projection. We had some of the same limiting beliefs. You know, (laughs) I had a fear of judgment. I had that I'm not enough type of thing of like to be out there making a difference. And so to hear how far you've come past that and also empowering other people to do that to the person that's listening that still feels like I'm scared of being judged. And it may be at a level that you're aware of or not, but it's inhibiting you from fully putting on the gas pedal. You're, you might be going backwards or having a parking brake on and trying to press the gas pedal at the same time. It's people's judgment. You have to understand where that comes from. It is from a space Anytime there's jealousy, maybe you're doing the thing that they don't have the balls to do. And jealousy to me is that person's perception that they can't have 
the end result of what you're going after. So when people are jealous about your relationship or jealous about your business success or something like that, there's this internal thing that's saying, I can't have that. Therefore, I'm jealous that that person has that. Yeah. And I think being able to just have compassion for that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, it's like when you can really start. So, so one thing that comes up for me as you're, as you're mentioning this is like, we get so focused when we're, when we're in the space of like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be judged. Mm -hmm. We're literally focusing on the one outcome that we don't want. Yeah. That's it. Right. So when you think about that, it's like, okay, reflect to the contrary, right? So, so you're, you're imagining all of this judgment that's going to happen, like flip that, that on its head and like, look at the, the mirror reverse, like what's all the beauty and goodness and positive reinforcement that can come out of this. And also ask yourself, okay, like I'm really focused on like, what could happen if I go and, you know, share my message, speak my voice, start this new business, I would encourage you to ask yourself, what will happen if you don't, Mm -hmm. if you don't step just outside your comfort zone and do that Facebook live, start that business, like actually tell people what it is that you do. The outcome of that will be nothing changes for you and nothing changes for the people who are out there waiting for you. So it's kind of like that can be a really good motivator too. Additionally, like give yourself the gift of getting a positive feedback loop. It's so funny. Like, like when we work with a lot of clients who are are shifting gears into like pivoting total business models or starting a coaching business or consulting. And they're like, Oh my God, like I was going to share this Facebook live today, but like, I just can't do it, you know? And, and the cool thing is like, you only have that anxiety and fear about something until you do it one time. Mm-hmm. Just one time. And the, the beautiful thing about when we talk about judgment and like speaking your truth and sharing your messages, you'll experience that the feedback that you do get that will be incredibly positive. People will literally like share like, wow, I needed to hear what you just said. Like, like it's like you crawled into my brain and like knew what I needed right now. Like I've been looking for this. Like I and, and so it, it gives you this really positive reinforcement loop so that you're like, damn, like that, that was good. And I'm getting some positive feedback for it. It gives you that positive ammunition to then go do it again, do it on a bigger stage, get more in front of people. Um, but we all have that. Listen, it doesn't matter if you are, you know, just getting out of college and going into a corporate job for the first time, or you've amassed an immense amount of wealth um, as an entrepreneur there's always going to be that one thing that's just outside of your comfort zone. Meaning there's no one who's free from this. Like, like everybody experiences that fear of, of judgment and being seen like, what are people going to think? Um, but I think using that as the barometer of like, this is a great thing. This means I'm stepping outside of my comfort zone of that gray mediocre zone and I'm going for it. So like, welcome it, like utilize it, like know that you're going, that means you're doing something bigger than you've ever done before, which means your impact can be even bigger. Yeah. I think that's so good because even looking at you and Nathan's business model, when you see 50, hundred people in the room and literally you see their life shift within seven days. And I wouldn't have believed it 
if I didn't actually witness that, like every single human that was at that training with me changed within seven days. And I saw it, even though I didn't know them prior to coming in. Yeah. It is very amazing. Just all the limiting beliefs can just be like shed away. And, and the events, huge events in the life that shaped these decisions that our, our brain tries to filter out the same things and, and we clump things into like, um, mm-hmm. you know, oh, okay, well, I won't try Facebook ads again because I failed at that before, or I won't try doing a Facebook live because zero people were watching and no one's interested in what I have to say. Like that there's these things that our brain can kind of clump together and be like, yeah, well, I tried that, you know, but what you're suggesting is that doing those things again and again of what is outside of the comfort box, you're going to attract those right people that need to hear the message that is your life purpose. A hundred percent. And the reason that we're so passionate about this work is these modalities, you know, utilizing, I, I like to think about NLP as programming of the mind and timeline therapy, hypnotherapy on releasing negative emotions and limiting beliefs so that you can put yourself in a resourceful state. Because what happens with a lot of people is like, you're very aware of this shit that you're carrying. Like that, that little voice inside your, inside your head that when it's time to really go for it, it's like, what are you going to do? You're going to do this this time. What are people going to think? Is that, are you really going to do this? You should just stay where you are right now. And it starts creeping in. So we're like acutely aware of that and how often we're irritated or like struggling through procrastination and what really like breaks my heart um, and motivates me to continue doing this is so many people have this feeling of it's, it's like you're fighting against yourself to go for what you want. So it's like once you go through and you actually experience and it's not just learning it like you can, and uh, like Lisa going through it, this isn't stuff that you can learn in a textbook. This is like in person, fully playing all the way in, like utilizing the tools and like giving yourself the gift of getting rid of all those lies. Because when you uncover, when you just take down, just rip off all the lies and negative emotions and self-doubt, you're left with your authentic self. And so mm-hmm. when, when you're coming from that place, all that crap that goes on inside your head like it's like the noise quiets down and leaves. And again, you just come from this place of flow, you know? Um, so I think they go hand in hand when you work at the, that's all working with the unconscious mind at an unconscious level. So here's a really good way that I think about the unconscious mind versus the conscious mind. It's like, okay, so you're producing a specific result in your life right now. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're producing apples. So outside of, of, in my front yard right now, there's an apple tree. It's been growing apples. And then I wake up one day and I realize like, I, I don't want apples anymore. I baked every apple pie. I've, I drank apple juice every day. It's like apples, apples, apples. I'm done. I'm over apples. So like, if you didn't want apples growing in your front yard anymore, what would you do? Would you run? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's what's interesting. Here's what's interesting about that. So like, if you think about it, are you just going to go outside and like grab the apple every time an apple falls, you're just going to go throw it into the neighbor's yard and like throw it into the neighbor's yard. And you're just like 
snipering onto the front yard of like, when are all these apples going to fall? And what a lot of people do is like, oh, great. Well, just like cut the tree, just cut the tree down. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's a great way to get the apples to stop growing. However, if you want to produce new results from the same place, you've got to get down to the root and take the root system out because the quality of the roots is what produces the fruit. Like the fruit's just the fruit. It's the seed that's planted. So when you work with the unconscious mind, you get down into the root and release it from the root at the unconscious level. Now you have fertile ground where you can plant a new seed and nurture it to now produce different fruit. And like, for me, it's the difference between having discipline of, okay, I'm going to watch when the apples are coming out. When it goes, I'm going to put this in my account. I'm going to have an accountability coach and I'm going to put this in my Fitbit and I'm going to put it in my calendar. I'm going to have a vision board. I'm going to do daily affirmations. And it's like, whenever we're utilizing just will and discipline alone, you'll get a short-term result at best. Like, period, end of sentence. So like when we do the work at the unconscious level, as you experience, Lisa, it's like, it's an, it's a new playing ground. You, you've just, you've just created a whole new bed of fertile ground to start growing what you really want. Yeah. I think that's such a great point because, um, getting down to the root system, realizing that once you release the first event, you can also at that very same time release all of the subsequent emotions and and things of the events that followed that because when when we think about like why do i keep attracting the same circumstances it's our brain is looking for what's true so if we hold a thought there it's looking for evidence all the time like the little r2d2 like is that true oh wait i have a match so sometimes we go through the same thing over and over and over again and and we accumulate these events that resemble it and cause those same feelings so at the same time of releasing the emotions and the roots basically the root issue you can release all of those other things so it is completely 100% a new fertile ground where you can start planting what you actually want to grow and mm-hmm. what you actually want to do and you're no longer in resistance as you mentioned um determination and will and and kind of forcing yourself to do it every january is the perfect example yeah. of conscious thinking versus unconscious thinking uh-huh. consciously we're deciding that this year is going to be different this decade is going to be different you know, I'm going to produce X, Y, and Z result. And 82% of people quit after two weeks. What is that? That is the unconscious patterning taking over. And it's the root. It's it's the root. so the much stronger there. than our conscious mm-hmm. decisions. And then we get pissed off at ourselves. We're like, man, like, how come I can't like stick with what I as signed up to do. Yeah. Let, let me just layer on more guilt and more shame on top of what I'm already experiencing. It's, yes. Yeah. The, it's, it's, it's when we're, when we're trying to change major things, um, not only is it frustrating and, and many, many, many times unfruitful, it also like reinforces the, the very limiting beliefs that are preventing us from getting there and layering. I mean, guilt, 
guilt is such a huge um, issue, especially here in the United States. Like as a society, guilt and fear are utilized one for us to make buying decisions. Like, as you know, as a marketer, like advertisers use this, it's like what you should do, what you must do, you know, and, and fear when you watch the news and stuff like that. So I think it's, it's really, it's really just a, a beautiful way to come from a place of just awareness and empowerment and like chunk up to this. You can have an amazing life Mm -hmm. if you just take the necessary steps to get rid of the lies at the unconscious level. Like that is such a magnificently beautiful thing um, that I think so many people spend the majority of their life believing that they can't really have what they want. And, you know, it's not that we get to, you talk to people that are in the the later years of their life and it's always the things that they wish that they did do. You know, I could have done that. Why didn't I go for it? Um, And so it's just, it's such a blessing to be able to help people get to that place of being totally empowered um, to go out there and just go do and live it and be it and have success and, you know, have the community of other empowered people that supports them and can shine light into, into their lives. And it's, it's a beautiful thing. Like I feel incredibly blessed to be able to work with and grow with students and clients like you and and other people in our community. It's just, it's such a gift. Yeah. And I'm so thankful that you and Nathan went first you guys did this work on yourselves. You went through practitioner, master practitioner, extended training to help people pass like massive breakthroughs. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, if you're listening and you can just imagine in your life what it would be like if you did not have self sabotage, self doubt, self limiting beliefs being the drivers of doing what you do, that is the power of this work. And it doesn't have Mm -hmm. to be done in person. It can be done, you know, via Zoom or anything like that. I just really recommend looking into, you know, what this could be for your life. And I'm so thankful to, you know, have even met you, Christy, and and also Nathan. And I know what you're doing is just such your calling because you're so great at it and it does light you up. Like it just radiates from you. And so many people are benefiting in an indirect way as well, because you're changing entrepreneurs who are then going to go out and make a huge impact. And that's their mission and purpose. Then it's just changing so many people's lives directly and indirectly. Yeah. It's, it's the ripple effect, you know, and that for us is why we transitioned from focusing just on coaching one-on-one to actually training people in how to do this with other people. Um, because now you talk to, you know, students that have gone through like you and so many other students that share stories on how they're utilizing these tools to go out there and help their students, their customers, their sales teams, their relationships. And it's like, it's, it's a tidal wave. It's a tidal wave of impact that we could never do individually alone. But, but the people um, that come in and learn this, that are going out into the world and, and giving it back, 
um, it just, it's the ripple effect. And like, that's, that's what drives us for sure. I love that. It's so transparent that, you know, you can see it, feel it, hear it. Like, you know, I'm just so thankful for you. And if someone was listening and they want to know more about either becoming a practitioner and, or, you know, training or the things that you guys offer, what's the best right way for them to find you? Sure. So you can go to our website, which is recalibrate360.com. A bunch of information there. And there's also a web form that you can fill out, book a coaching call, and uh, we can get into that kind of one-on-one on what you're looking to do and how this could benefit you and what would be a good fit and, and help you see a path. You know, that's what it's all about. It's like just being able to see a path to get to where you want to go, to be able to communicate you know, with certainty and negotiate and, and transform relationships. And it starts from the inside. So yeah, recalibrate360.com for sure. Or reach out to Lisa. Lisa, Lisa could tell a lot about what the experience is like, but I'm, I'm so grateful for you. And again, I know we had a, a call yesterday. I'm, I'm just, I'm so, I'm so excited and energized by the work that you're doing, the people that you're changing and transforming and really appreciative. So grateful. So thank you for for asking uh, for me to come join you today. It's been, it's been a gift. Yes. Thank you so much. And I will put a link to that in the show notes and until next time, we'll see you guys next time. See you guys soon. If you found this episode helpful, you should check out business class. It's the online coaching group that gives you inspiration to grow your business, gives you new monthly challenges holds you accountable and is one of the only platforms that works on mindset and inner game as hard as we work on progressing your business forward. To join us, check out lisarooney.com forward slash class, C-L-A-S-S. I'll see you there.